Welcome to Inside Scoop with Sean Emery. Every week we are examining something new, bringing you closer to companies, sectors, and themes. This recording should not be construed as a substitute for personalized individual advice from Avery and Company or any guest on the show. This is for educational purposes only and not intended to make an offer or solicitation for any companies or securities mentioned. With that, let's get on with the episode. All right, welcome to Inside Scoop. We are investors spanning multiple industries, including tech, consumer tech, among others, and really how they relate to the investment world. Inside Scoop is where we share our views. This is Sean Emery, the founder of Avery and Company, an investment firm in Miami, Florida that specializes in investing where the world is headed. You know, we invest and look at 11 secular themes updated every 18 months or so. We invest behind them. This includes things like the future of computing. Within that is spatial computing. That's the topic of du jour today. And that's what we'll be talking about mostly in our episode. You know, today we're talking about the announcement of Apple's new mixed reality glasses, the Vision Pro, what this means for the industry and what Meta is likely thinking here. Uh, I think, you know what stood out at the Apple event? I think they did a really good job at elevating what AR and VR can become. You know, Luis here at Avery, he said it best, you know, really after watching the event, Apple is obviously great at marketing, but they're really good at, you know, really conveying value. And I really couldn't agree more with that statement. You know, for one, I think, notice how they didn't use the word virtual or augmented reality. This may seem small. Instead, they used words like spatial, spatial computing, instead of, you know, some of the more tarnished I guess, more abstract words such as, you know, augmented and virtual. To be direct, I think, you know, Apple did a better job than Meta has done thus far at, you know, putting a complete vision around, you know, what AR and VR, you know, can be. Um, Apple's glasses, the announcement itself, you know, the glasses are sleek. It has a sleek design. They have a feature or a number of features that were impressive. The specs are impressive. You know, things like eyesight, and their method of, of powering the device is different. I'll touch on those in a bit. You know, keep in mind, this Apple device is really apples to oranges when comparing it to Quest 2 or Quest 3 from Meta. You know, those are products that are meant to be powerful, but also cost effective to really meet, meet the mainstream. And they've done that thus far. If you listen to our last episode around Meta's Quest 3 announcement last week, then you know what our philosophy here is. You know, we think that anything that can be digitized will be digitized. Apple did a great job showing that at the at the event at the Worldwide Developer Conference. They really confirmed, I think, this thesis overall, and are really a thesis that I think, from many's point of view, was tested a year ago. So Apple really stepping into the game, I think, validates a lot of you know the investment case around this space, uh, just given how important they are to consumer tech. Apple focused a lot on productivity, as this was really the main highlight throughout the conference. Many of the things that uh, you know can be done on a MacBook or an iPad were shown at the at the event and were really highlighted as examples of use cases. You know, I think you know stepping back as putting your investor lens on. If one is an investor in Apple, I think you have to be somewhat questioning around. You know, what does this mean to some of those core products that Apple already has? You know, when you're totally removing a screen, you're putting a display on your eyes to 4K. Um, you know, square pixels on your eyes and, and ultimately recreating a lot of the things that they have, uh, you know, in a physical environment. Remember that, you know, Meta doesn't have this problem. 
you know, there's really no innovator's dilemma for Meta in terms of competing with yourself. This uh, will be something that I think, you know, many should begin to think about, specifically as I posted yesterday. And again, none of this stuff is investment advice is, you know, Apple sitting at a 30x earnings multiple expected to grow in 2023 at a negative 2.5% clip. Nothing wrong with Apple per se, but you know, that balance between growth and, and valuation um, should be considered. You know, here's what we know so far in terms of specs around the device, the Apple Vision Pro. And, you know, I'll get into some of the top features that really stood out. The Vision Pro is going to be powered by Apple's M2 chip. It'll have two micro OLED displays. It'll feature LiDAR scanners for, you know, spatial awareness. Uh, it'll run on Apple's new Vision uh, OS. It's really their operating system. Obviously, they have all the OS and operating systems across many of their devices. And a lot of them are compatible with one another. So there'll be a lot of apps that actually cross over. And they highlighted that. We don't know the weight. But we should expect it to be rather light, just given that there's actually no battery inside of the device itself. And I'll talk a little bit more about that in a second. Now, speaking of you know the battery, it has two hours of battery life when you use the, the battery that you plug in. Um, and then it has, you know obviously, full battery when you actually have it plugged into, let's say, an outlet or such. The cost, which is clearly a big sticking point or will be $3,500 Again, when I said apples to oranges, you know, this is a $3,500 device. That is, you know, 7X this, the, the, the price of an Apple de- or a Meta device. Um, and in some cases, 10X, if you look at what they just lowered the price of the Quest to. So different devices, different specs, because there's different input costs into these devices. So some key features here, you know, both bad and good. EyeSight, this was really cool. I think this was really where you could argue that Apple gets it. Um, you know, they're using camera technology. The front side of these devices have a display, the Apple Vision Pro, and it's really looking inward and uh, pushing that display outward so that people around you can get a sense of your eyes and allowing you to be present in the situation around you so that, you know, you have the pass-through technology, which is becoming more and more common uh, throughout these devices where I can see uh, outside of my device using their camera technology, but also those around me can see my eyes or see that I'm actually, you know, engaging with some sort of, you know, entertainment. Um, so I think that's important. It also serves as the technology for their realistic avatars for things like FaceTime. We've seen some of this stuff before from Meta, but but again, I think they, they presented it pretty well. The battery, here's the, the it, not so good. I think, you know, for $3,500, um, you know, you kind of don't expect to have a dongle of sorts of a battery that's, you know, in your pocket, plugged into your your headset. You know, the Meta devices, they're all freeform. You can, you know, you don't have to plug them in. You charge them and you can use them. So this this device, while I think it's, it's interesting, it's definitely an interesting, um, you know, strategy around battery and charging. Because uh, what we know is, you know, batteries will continue to get smaller and more powerful. And so if you're thinking, you know, multiple years out, um, there could be some interesting nuances here. But I, I do think this is very short battery life. And what will that do to, you know, again, the perception of buying a, a device that's so expensive. The apps, I think, given they already have an established ecosystem of apps, Apple, there's an, really an easy transition for users, I think, for using this device, because a lot of the apps that you'll first engage with will be very, very familiar. Um, so I think that's really important. In addition, you know, I think this is a big advantage for them. And not only is it 
the apps that are familiar, I think they presented it well. Very sleek design, very easy and simple and intuitive, very Apple-like. Uh, timing, this was also something that they talked about early next year. That's roughly a year away if you, if you just think about it. You know, as we have stated in the past, I think Apple has been running into issues delivering these devices consistently, problems with battery uh, and other things. So I, I expect this to continue. And this is why I think, you know, that timing is so far out. Um, so they let, they, you know, they really put the vision out there. Um, but again, the timing is so far out. This timing gap, I also believe, is, is a win for all the competitors that sit around them. So very strategic win for the competitors. Apple just revealed its concept, its product. And, you know, with production and delivery so far out, I think things like eyesight, some of the lower hanging fruit of which, you know, maybe the competitors didn't know were going to be embedded in this type of device and that resonated well with, you know, reviewers. I think those could be popping into some of the newer devices. So I do, you know, I think Apple, obviously, what the leader in consumer tech, no one's getting rid of their iPhones, Apple Watches, iPads, MacBooks anytime soon. So they have time. But at the same time, I do think they did open their cards now with a future uh, start date for the, the launch of this device and a price point that's probably not attainable for, you know, the mass user. Optic ID, this is kind of one of the last things I wanted to, to touch on. I thought this was so interesting. It gives Apple's, you know, stance on privacy. It really embodies that. You know, I think they can win here with, with their privacy and security marketing tactics and real tactics that they've really embodied the last couple of years. You know, using your eye as your identity within the ecosystem. Think of your, your eye as really your face ID on your iPhone where you can use it for logging in, for purchasing things. They also talked about, you know, with their eye technology is really controlling the interface with your eyes. That did seem a little strange. Um, you know, I just tried to pretend I was doing that and it felt like I was straining my eyes a little bit. But uh, I do think it's really cool technology to say the least. But the the, the optic ID, I think is a very uh, interesting way of, of doing it. The, the question there is, can some of the competitors like Ameta actually, you know, have that same type of technology uh, inside? So those are some of the key items. You know, I think, you know, summing up some of this stuff is, I think Vision Pro is a significant step forward for really mixed reality XR technology. It's clear that Apple's serious about this market. I'm excited to see what you know developers will come up with. I think the Vision Pro will be more popular with developers and early adopters than you know any sort of mainstream. It's not clear whether or, or when they'll get to a mass you know market product. Um, one thing is for sure though, I think the announcement of the Vision Pro is a clear sign that you know mixed reality is here to stay. Zuckerberg was right when he said that this could become the next computing platform. Apple is showing that it's serious about this new market. So again, you know, a lot of people were questioning Zuckerberg. He tends to be very early to things, but he also tends to be right. Uh, you know, right now, Meta leads this space. Uh, roughly 9 million headsets were shipped last year, which Quest was 80% of that. Still early days. Uh, it'll really be interesting to see, you know, how other companies like, you know, Microsoft, which is on the fringe of potentially even shutting their thing down, Google, Samsung, Sony, really compete in this space. Apple has rumored goals of, you know, 900,000 units shipped. That equates to roughly very low margin, but $2.7 billion roughly in revenue at this price point. Um, all in all, you know, I think, again, great to see the future getting much closer to us. The, the future of, of computing is really around that spatial computing. I think this is definitely a new wave in front of what we're going to see over the next decade. You know, it's going to be incremental. And, you know, at some point, it's going to feel like it came on as fast. But I think, again, with Apple in the scene, it proves out that this tech is, is real. It is innovator's dilemma for Apple in some degree, but also, you know, if they do it well, it can open up a whole new, you know, uh, world.
So that's all for today. Thanks for listening. Make sure to subscribe on you know YouTube, our Spotify, our uh, Apple Podcast, Inside Scoop, or on YouTube again, Avery Co. A V O R Y C O. That's it for today. Have a good one.